0: Hey Dragons, welcome to episode 51. We are well on our way to episode 100. Um, This episode is with podcasting host Daryl McTagg from So This Is Fitness. Go ahead, give him a check out. We had a great time talk a little bit about beer, talk about fitness. He had a great fitness journey where he lost close to 130 pounds Uh, over a year slow and steady wins the race really awesome talking to daryl be sure to check out his podcast as for the other show notes um thank you for the people who've been rating and reviewing on itunes stitcher google play wherever you listen to your podcast totally appreciate it. it really means a lot um you may or may not know i don't spend money I don't have on advertising, so if y'all could do me a favor and just share the podcast with three, four people, just say, hey, I like this podcast, you might like it as well, Um, give people in your life, spread that word of mouth, give them a recommendation, Uh, it means a lot more coming to you, because I can tell you, hey, everyone should listen to my podcast, but if you tell your friends and family, hey, listen to this podcast. It's a lot more meaningful, and it'll help me get uh, bigger, better, more awesome guests, and hopefully do some special events for all of you in the future. Other than that, I do want to let you guys know that there are a couple points in this podcast where we were having some audio difficulties, so please bear with me on on this episode. Um we're going to have Daryl back on at some point and hopefully not have those issues. Anyways, hope you enjoy this episode. Workout out. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice, I'm a wizard, when we play we do it right. Candle slicker, fighting dragons in my mind, in my mind. just four kicks, DM says you're gonna die, roll a D. Hey Dragons, welcome to episode 51 of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Today I am joined by a new friend who I connected with via Twitter, Daryl McTagg. Did I pronounce that correct, Daryl?
1: Yes, you did.
0: Awesome. He is the host of the So This Is Fitness podcast, which I have recently discovered and enjoyed. So do me a favor, after everyone listens to this podcast go out search him see if you like that one give him a rate and review on itunes daryl how you doing today man
1: i'm doing pretty good thanks how are you doing man
0: i'm you know i'm good uh current events wise uh, we're recording this on february 11th uh i'm getting ready to go see the lego batman movie tonight with my wife nice um, and if people know me at all, I am. I love the Lego Movie. It is a movie that I can put on anytime, anywhere, and just enjoy. Hey, I've got some plans tonight. Where I, although
1: it's not a, not quite as a small child friendly, I guess. We're going to, uh, um, the uh, the one, the brewery that sponsors the podcast. Uh, they're having an event at the brewery tonight. Um, Shuckle out soiree. Where oh. they're you know, there's the their beer and there's uh you get food tickets for like to have oysters. It's actually chuckle lots of chocolate oyster stout and they actually use oysters making it. So the company that does the oysters is gonna be there. So oh. I thought that was kind of like a cool little pre Valentine's thing.
0: That's awesome. What brewery?
1: Foolproof Brewing Company oh. in Pawtucket, Rhode Island.
0: Oh. Um yeah. you- you and I might have to strike up a uh, beer trade. I'll send you some, you know, California exclusive stuff, and you could send me some of their stuff.
1: Oh boy! Yeah, they're only in the Northeast here. It's—I uh, always say when I'm giving them their spot on the, my on my show that um, if you, you can only get it in like the Northeast or Texas, like there's some random spot in Texas <laughs> that they send a skid off to every month, then I'm like, go pester right, because that's how they expand. So yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I'd I'd love the exposure to their beer.
0: Awesome. Awesome, dude. That's exciting. I uh I have a couple of people in Oklahoma and Texas that I uh beer trade with often, so I'm glad to add Rhode Island to the list. Nice. You and I just met earlier this week on the Twitters, so I know nothing about you. I was gonna I was telling you before (laughs) that this is an adventure for the audience as well. Uh, as well as myself so tell us a little bit about yourself
1: life now for the last four years for me was very different than life for the vast majority of my life English is clearly my strong suit so is the the fat kid in class and I um, I reached you know college age and by that point I just kind of accepted that I was always going to be a big guy like I tried and failed to lose weight well I tried and succeeded and I then gained it all back when I went to college and I tried it all I did like watches with my mom and I played football in school so I was like doing pretty good with weight loss but then by the time I was a year out of college I gained everything I lost back found some more and I was dinging in at around 300 305 oh, wow. and I'm 5 8 yeah I'm 5 8 so that's not that's not pretty. It, it was wide load rolling through. Not good. One day, you know, I was waiting tables. There's a local restaurant chain around here, the 99 Restaurant, and I was waiting tables there, bartending, shift supervisor, um, working on the uh, the managerial, supervisory side of the resume because I went to school for theater. So I'm I'm a sound designer and an audio engineer, at least what I went to school for. So I had all the art- on my resume from internships and uh, uh, sound designing and audio engineering shows at UMass Theater. So I figured I'll get this and I can go be like an audio supervisor. You know, one day I I just, I kind of had enough of the whole, and I say this on the blog and the podcast, is every few months I would wear through the inner thigh of my work pants. Just friction. Oh, wow. I'd have to go to Walmart get new pants because that's the only place that sold them big enough cheap enough and fun fact over a 42 waist it actually costs a couple of bucks more for the pants because it takes more material to make them like that's not rubbing salt in the wind or anything right right oh man yeah it it was it was not good so one day i i even you know eventually started getting the dickies like the extra tough work pants because those were supposed to be like impervious to everything and even those wore through. So one day I was like, I found the new hole and I was like, done. I am so, I can't do this like anymore. And I got home that day and, you know, I looked at my girlfriend, uh, who is now my life. And I said, listen, I can't. I looked at her and I was like, you want to do this with me? Because at the time she was a little bigger and she wasn't, probably super thrilled with where she was at either and she said yeah all right let's do it and we started working out and fast forward a year later 130 pounds and had a runner
0: wow that was a really intense personal story and I want to thank you for sharing it how long did you say it took you to to took you to lose that weight it was
1: about one solid year. When I hit the 10-month mark, that was when I hit 100 pounds. And it took me, uh, yeah, all the way to the one-year mark to lose that.
0: Wow. And I think that's just a testament to, you know, if you – it takes you a very, very long time to get in – it took you a long time to get to 300 pounds, you know. You didn't just wake up one day and was 300 pounds. It happens over months, weeks, years. And so losing that weight, I think that's a good reminder of, you know, if you are out of shape, if you are starting a fitness journey, it's, you're not going to get the results overnight. You got to put in that time. You got to put in that effort. Um, what was your routine like? What were you doing to lose that weight?
1: You know, at the time and looking back, I don't know how I had the determination. Well, I know how, but I was doing a lot of those at-home workout programs. The uh, P90X and stuff like that; it, those things require an incredible level of determination and discipline. And I'm gonna do this thing. And like, I like, I'm not there right now. Like, I'm trying to get on my workout routine now. Says the guy who walks out the front door and farts ten miles. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: it's it's amazing how your fitness progresses, though. Like, my supply now is so in the garbage. But I can – in two weeks, I'm running a marathon, and I'm going to – my goal is to meet my PR.
0: Oh, excellent. What's your current PR?
1: Uh, four hours,
0: 38 minutes. That is a – and you, that's for a marathon? Yep. I, 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 I want to say that's probably – well, I want to say that's close to my half marathon because I'm not a runner. No. But it's it's uh it's actually closer to if you're familiar with a uh, tough mudder, oh yeah, um that's where my tough mudder time is right about now because normally it's just me and a bunch of friends going fairly slow. But uh, I think that's a really great time for a marathon. I haven't even run a marathon, so it is super hard. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you didn't wake up and run a marathon. You know, I'm okay. sure you might have started training with a 5K or a 10K or even just one mile, maybe even just a half mile.
1: Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's funny how the, the progression happens super naturally, totally makes sense how it worked. And it totally came out of nowhere too. Like one day, you know, my wife and I were probably, um, I want to say like five, months into the process yeah it was actually about five months into the process um maybe six and we said you know what let's go for a run like we've never just uh, at least i've never just like gone for a run air quotes like let's go try it and we went to her mom's neighborhood and her mom's um the little like insulated neighborhood streets when you do the whole thing it was about a one mile loop so we did two loops together And we finished the second loop, and here I am, still pretty out of shape, huffing and puffing, and I look at her, and I go, babe, I'm about to do something really stupid. Do not come with me. I'm calling for another loop. And I finished that run, and it was three and a quarter miles, my first time ever going for a run. Like, I did a 5K. I did more than a 5K. And then I I signed up for an actual 5K, because I'm like, all right, I guess I can do this. And then there was – the Falmouth Road Race after that, which was about seven or 7.1 miles, depending on who you ask. Um, I ended up doing a half marathon after that. I did a bunch more half marathons. And then the marathon came. And then I discovered things longer than the marathon, because that's a good idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, okay. So when you did this first run, this first three and a quarter miles, uh, yeah. was it... Were you just like... Did you have the same pace the entire way? Did you go fast? Did you go slow? Did you walk at some points? Oh yeah, it, it was it was about what you would expect a two hundred and
1: fifty pound fat guy going first run ever to look like. It was it was a little bit of slow jog, a lot of walking interspersed in there. I mean, I tried to go as much as I could, but it was it was good Lord, my first time trying to go for a run. It was kind of kind of ugly, but it happened.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I know I'm super proud of you for doing that. And I know a lot of our listeners who are probably going through similar feelings uh, are proud of you too. And they see a little bit of themselves in you. Well,
1: that's why I put myself out there. I mean, a lot of the problem, and this is something that I I kind of want to take maybe even a whole episode talking about it on my show, but it's one of the problems you find in the fitness industry is that you get a lot of these people. I mean, some gyms, they're just random high school kid du jour behind the desk that barely looks up from texting to acknowledge when you walk in. And a lot of gyms, the the staff have been fit all their lives, and they don't know what it's like to be in those shoes. And they can't understand how you can't get out of your own way and just stop being fat. <laughs> so I, I've i been there and I get it. So I relate. And I want to kind of put my story out there to prove, you know, if I can do it, I'm and this, it's like my tagline. Well, like I'm some schmuck. If
0: I can do it, anybody can for sure. That's awesome. Now, I I know some people are going to take that to heart and kind of look at you as a uh, source of inspiration, or at least I hope they do. But why don't you tell us about one of your sources of inspiration or even just a favorite hero, superhero, fictional character, somebody that you really connect with?
1: You know, it's kind of the geek side of things which is totally appropriate for your show. <laughs> um, but I always, you know, I don't know that I necessarily had one solid like hero figure that I was looking at, but it's always, you know, the underdog story that I like or the, I'm, I'm really into like fantasy, um, yeah. like fantasy novels. I, I dabbled with D and D for a while and it, it's always, you know, persevering against all odds and, you know, that was – I'm really big on um, Green Lantern. I got real deep into Green Lantern. I read all the comics. I went through Black Knight saga and just the, the whole, you know, willpower thing, you know, beating the odds and that sort of – so I I don't know that there was necessarily one solid hero, but just that that concept of beating the odds and – Yes, you can, despite, you know, what the rest of the world may be telling you. And, you know, it. not everybody is, you know, just actually born into it. Some people it kind of falls on and you got to fight through.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And we are going to definitely get into more of uh, your D&D stuff and your passion for D&D a little bit later. Um, actually, we might get into it sooner than I thought. <laughs> what aside from Green Lantern, D and D, what is your favorite area of nerdiness? Are you a TV guy, comics guy, uh, movies, video games?
1: You know, it really it depends on the day. Um, I'm I'm one of those. I am. I mean i I realize that when you talk about it, it, can be kind of used like a throwaway term. But you know, I'm so ADD about this. I actually had ADD, but I, I get into these you know cycles where i'm super into something for like three months so i was super into ga- I mean, it really just depends on when you get me but i have been super into gaming i drowned in a sea of world of warcraft for a summer in college and it was everything the stereotype made it out to be oh my god it was terrible for
0: sure um, what, what are you currently but, what are you currently into
1: what I'm currently into is really big on the superhero thing and the, the fantasy D&D thing. Those are, those are like my two big things right now. I, I got really big into uh, the W Aeroverse and I, I tried to be big on the Marvel movies but as much as I might like them. I don't know that I could at this point call myself anything more than a casual fan.
0: Oh, for sure. Like you couldn't recall what happened – 30 minutes into Iron Man 3, you know, that type of fan. Right. Okay. But I've had debates about the Arrowverse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And see, I haven't been into the Arrowverse since Arrow Season 1. People keep telling me I need to get back into it, but it's just there's so many other things it's a little bit of an insurmountable task maybe once i uh, all the all the shows are done i'll go back and just binge everything but right now it's i mean too- that's the way to do it <laughs> yeah that's pretty much and that that is the new tv model for, for anyone who cares <laughs> now what is uh, give it give it 5 years cable will be dead ah uh-huh. In five, yeah, I can, I can, I can. I mean, it's dying right now. Yeah. Uh, so I know I've actually, I actually cut the cord, and I haven't had cable since two thousand and nine, two thousand and eight. So wow, nice. Um, I don't want to say I was one of the first to cut the cord, but it was just like I didn't replace it with anything. I was just too busy, and I wasn't getting value from how expensive cable was.
1: That's fair. It's getting outlandish. It's like, a, a, people are paying, like, money a month for their direct TV bill. It's crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's... it's Right now, we have uh, Roku's on every TV in the house, so... It's like we, we get the, the stations we need. We've got ESPN, we've got HBO, got Netflix, got Amazon. Um, we have a app that allows us to play anything from our computer onto the TV. So it's like anything we can find on the internet, we can put on our TV. So it's no big loss to not have a, you know, cable. And our, our bill is, Twenty bucks with all the stations we pay for, twenty bucks a month. Nice. Yeah, plus forty for our internet. So it's like, it's like no big loss there.
1: Now, oh, that's pennies. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, what's one thing that you're into that other people might find surprising?
1: Huh. That's a good question. I guess. I guess I don't really know what would actually surprise people, since I tend to throw myself out there. The, the, the geekiness is what I tend to not really put out there, but I'm so you know shy about what I'm doing and what I'm thinking. You know, now that I've really started putting myself out there on the podcast, so I guess the the D and D thing would probably be what surprises people the most. But you know. I guess actually, I'll, I'll retract that statement. I've really been looking into the mindfulness thing lately. Oh yeah, um, I've, I've never I've never been big into like I, I do yoga. I love yoga. It's really good. It for five million reasons. But I was never super into the spiritual like ohm side of things. Yeah. And now I'm really starting to take that back and look at that mindfulness thing and meditation. And I I you know you got to have a little patience
0: for it. But I think there's a lot of value in it and kind of helps center yourself. Oh, absolutely. I know I've spoken about mindfulness on the podcast uh, numerous times. I know two episodes ago we had uh, uh, BJ Keaton from the uh, Geek Fitness Health Hacks podcast, and he's big into mindfulness right now. So um, I love it. Do you use anything to help you meditate or to keep you on track, keep you mindful?
1: I was, I played around with the, um, the Headspace app and I was listening to, there was a lot of different um, meditation podcasts that you can find. Um, but really, just trying to go back to some of the uh, meditation things that I learned from yoga that I kind of ignored for the longest time, like, you know, sitting down or getting into uh corpse pose where you're literally just laying on the floor. And just kind of doing a mental check and stepping through from toes all the way up to head and feeling where the, where the tension is and being aware of your surroundings and letting thoughts go and just letting nothing exist but you in that moment.
0: That's awesome. Uh, that's definitely something that I've been meaning to get back into and get more into is just taking those times to do those mental checks and see how I'm doing.
1: Yeah, it's important. You know, it's there's so much going on today. There's so many things that demand our attention. And it it sometimes is as ingrained as it is in us. Sometimes it is kind of good to try your best to unplug. I know my wife practically begs me on a regular basis to unplug. And it's funny, the deeper I get, try and really, you know, work on this as fitness, the more plugged in I get. So I think, you know, the more I get into that and building up the podcast and the blog and everything, the more important it's going to be to actually disconnect.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I will say that the nights I sleep best are the nights when I charge my phone in the living room instead of the bedroom.
1: Huh. Oh, there's an idea.
0: Um, Just because it eliminates the temptation for that to be the last thing you see at night and the first thing you see in the morning. I like that a lot. Um, and we've we've actually spoken to uh, my buddy Robbie Farlow from SideQuest Fitness. Uh, he, he's like the bedroom is for two things: sleeping and something <laughs> else. And so it's like it's like not, it's not productive. It's not the purpose of the bedroom to have your cell phone there and check social media. Um, shouldn't be bringing other people. Your bedroom should not be a social atmosphere unless you're into that.
1: <laughs> well, that's fair, and that's a really good way to think about it. I'd, I'd never really considered it from that angle.
0: Yeah, um, and our, our so much of our time in our world is devoted to social media now that it's it's like you know what? Let's have let's have a safe space. Let's have a sanctuary space that's just for you. Um, if you live alone, just for you, or just for you and a loved one. Um, people who you've brought in with intention. Yeah, that's definitely a good way to put it. All right. And now we're going to segue off that kind of intense topic (laughs) and go (laughs) towards another one of our fun questions. Um, it's a two parter. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? And then I'm going to throw in the second part in a little bit.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I And, you know, I feel like it would be almost too far-reaching, but have you ever seen the movie Lucy? Yes. Having control over more temperament of your brain. I, I don't know that it really counts as a superpower, but I think that would be really cool. I don't know that it would be super intelligent, but just the ability to have that control over... Your yourself and your being, and who knows potentially what around you, if that movie had any part of that right.
0: Yeah, um, I do think that would be actually exceptionally cool power. Um, yeah, I dig that. I dig that one. Now, if you could have any absolutely ridiculous superpower, what would you have? Um, my constant example to people is: I want the power to be able to shout. At whatever I'm watching on TV and people to respond and react accordingly.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, what would be really cool would be the ability to slap somebody through a telephone.
0: <laughs> um, could be dangerous, but <laughs> um, I dig that. Now, would it just be like kind of telekinetic? They would feel a slap across their face or cartoony? where a hand would pop out of the phone and physically slap them
1: <laughs> you know i really i feel like it would be so much more satisfying if it were the cartoony version
0: i agree i agree <laughs> um that would make telemarketers job so much harder oh my god
1: <laughs> but it'd be so worth it if you were the one doing the slapping
0: agreed and since you have the power it would be you doing the slapping ah oh.
1: Have a great
0: <laughs> and on that note, um, I'm gonna ask a question now what did you do to work out nerd out this week? So what is one thing you did uh physically to uh to keep your body going, and then was one thing you did that's your nerdy passion?
1: So I I guess you could consider it uh last Sunday because my week goes from well, yeah, whatever. I got a lot of running done this week is the short version because um, I am getting ready for that marathon um on the 26th. So we got, I got plenty of miles in. Oh, here's a real good one, to, more specifically with the running. We had a blizzard here. We, oh, wow. We just, we just had a blizzard uh, yesterday. No, Thursday. Thursday was a blizzard, and I ran in the middle of it.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. I will yeah, say – uh, being in Los Angeles and growing up in Phoenix, the only blizzards I've ever experienced come from Dairy Queen.
1: I mean, there there's some value in those kind of blizzards, too. They're slightly more pleasant than the one that we had.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, probably.
1: No. And then I guess uh, Nerd Out. Oh, I don't think I did a whole lot of nerdy things this week. I uh, I, I listened to a and d podcast. I guess oh, that's yeah. about the. The nerdiest I got. Which one? Uh, I've been trying to get into Dungeons and Randomness. Okay. Uh, they they have exceptionally long episodes. Usually, when something starts going over like an hour and ten hour and twenty minutes, I get a little, eh, but and and their first episode because they've got a ton which is something that really attracted me. I want to be able to binge it and know that there's a ton of episodes coming, and I kind of want to see these characters get leveled up really high, uh, which is something that attracted me a uh, Critical Hit, which is a nice indie podcast. I know they level their characters up all the way through, like, 17. Like, they blew past Paragon. And so their uh, Dungeons & Randomness, their first episode was six hours. Oh, Holy God. hell. Yeah, that that was several times listening, but I got through it, and it wasn't it wasn't bad. So, uh, yeah, getting into a new because one simply wasn't enough. A new D and D podcast. Uh,
0: that's awesome. I know I've been obsessed with uh, almost better than dragons, uh, and so I'm excited about that. And so my workout is today. I hit the gym for the first time in probably a week because I was just caught up with a cold, Um, and then of course I injured, I re-injured my uh, plantar fasciitis. Ooh, that's not fun. So yeah, so that's brilliant. Um, The other nerd out I've done is I actually recently started. A tabletop quest RPG game with a couple of my friends, but it is not D and D. It is called Kingdom Death Monster. I
1: haven't heard that one.
0: Um, apparently it is the largest, most expansive universe for an RPG ever. Like the base model for the card set, because it's so expansive, is over four hundred dollars. Whoa. So Holy we... crap. Yeah. And because we're all over the country, we play um, essentially over a tabletop simulator and then do Google Hangouts to talk to each other. So that was only $10. <laughs> nah.
1: Uh, what, do, um, what do you use for your uh, simulator?
0: Uh, I think it's just called Tabletop Simulator off of Steam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but... Essentially, you don't do any of the character de- like your character develops uh, certain attributes as you go through. Like you don't roll for attributes in the beginning, um, like D anD D. You everyone starts out the same, which is in a loincloth, fighting a half man half lion. <laughs> And based on the luck of your roles, is you get certain, um, experience as you're distro- trying to fight this lion. And it was incredible because one of us did die fighting a lion. Like, oh. like, first campaign out, first thing where everybody starts and a guy dies. <laughs>
1: oh, we're off to a good start.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing is, is once you get to, uh, once you defeat the lion, any lost parties can create a new character and start from there. Oh, okay. So. Cool. um, Really a lot of fun. And we've actually scheduled... um, We're having such a hard time finding time to play that we just decided every other Saturday from this time to this time, it's KDM time. Don't make any other plans. So that's been fun. All right. So Daryl... What are you doing now to keep up your fitness and, you know, keep yourself going that way? Well, I've got some pretty big uh, goals. It's, um,
1: it's kind of funny that the fact that I have these things coming and I'm registered, it's forcing me to get get my act together. So I ran my first 100 miler this past October. Nice. It completely and totally kicked my ass.
0: but <laughs> As it is it, tend to do.
1: You learn a lot about – I mean this sounds so cliche. Like I get it. I know. But you learn a lot about yourself when you run endurance, when you run ultras. And learn – like that, that's the one that really cemented for me that anything, there really are no limits. So now that I – the focus, which should be the focus anytime you're, you're first of something, like your first – marathon or your first 50 mile or whatever the, the focus even your first 5k the focus should always be just to finish first well now i did that so this year i'm, I'm kind of re-examining because that what i've been doing is running longer and longer things like my little natural progression from 5k all the way up through 100 i was doing the next longest thing and pushing myself that way there's really not a whole lot left. <laughs> there's yeah, there's not a whole lot longer than a Hundo unless I want to go and do like some extreme like stage races, multi day things. I just can't take that much time off of work. <laughs> so yeah, sure. I'm gonna try to do what I've already done, but faster and better. So I've got several big goals this year. Uh the first one is in it's two weeks from today. Uh, I go to highest marathon. Uh, I've already done that one before, but my goal will be to meet my current personal best time, which is 4:38, which I know I mentioned a little earlier. Uh, the next goal is Providence marathon, uh, beginning of May, which is where I set my current PR. And I wasn't even trying either, but we'll come back around to that. <laughs> uh, my my goal there is to break four hours, which is a significant improvement.
0: Yeah, that's and that's probably about.
1: It's a good minute off my time for for sure.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to run nine minute ish miles for the duration uh, on average, and to set that PR in the first place, I had done ten fifteen, so that that's a significant improvement. But wait, it gets better. <laughs> Uh end of May, I go back to Pineland Farms uh Trail Festival, which was my first Ultra, that was the fifty miler. I'm doing the fifty again with a goal of again, new PR, at least eleven hours, if not, you know, ten thirty or ten, where my PR was eleven thirty-eight, I think. And then the biggie big and mid-August. Anchored down, twenty four hour ultra.
0: Nice. Where
1: I am, I'm going for my second hundred, and I'm shooting to do it in twenty two hours.
0: That's awesome, dude.
1: That's a seven hour improvement. That's redonkulous.
0: That yeah, I was gonna say that <laughs> is a little redonkulous.
1: And that is what is keeping me up to par because <laughs> I I have to be like, there's no choice that that doesn't happen if I don't get on it with my training. So I've been trying to be better about. Actually, sticking to a, a schedule and doing the aspects of training and cross training and nutrition that I have historically just really sucked at, like eating really and doing work and getting my cross training in. That was one of the biggest mistakes I made with my first 100. I wasn't cross training, I, I wasn't lifting at all, which is you gotta. Yes, yeah. that's, that's why people. That's why people think running is bad for your knees because runners don't do leg day
0: <laughs> you do you can't skip leg day
1: no God no friends don't let friends skip leg day so true <laughs> so yeah lots lots of running lots of cross training um getting into the mindfulness back into the yoga, and you know the whole my body is mostly a temple thing with the with the nutrition,
0: yeah. Um, that's awesome, dude. What, what sort of obstacles have you hit kind of along the way with the training and the, uh, kind of figuring out what's working for you? Just life. It,
1: which is such a lame excuse, but like, it's, it's a real thing. I get it. You know, the, the daily stuff you got to do like today, for example, going to visit my father-in-law, we were talking about before, um, off air, visiting my father-in-law at the hospital today, you know, that was a relatively unexpected thing that kind of crept up out of nowhere. And yeah. instead of getting up nice and early this morning at, you know, getting, getting maybe a 7am half marathon. In, instead I just came in from that run like an hour ago. And I only ended up doing five because by the time I got out, there, that was probably my least favorite five miles of running recent memory. It was gross. Uh, sure. just running through soup and fighting with the cars and, despite the fact that I was neon yellow and, you know, they don't want to move over very much. So I had to cut it short and that's, and that's those, you know, that's the obstacles at this point. It's just life and busy demanding schedule. Everything is a priority. Everything is on fire, you know?
0: Oh yeah. And, and that's kind of how it is, you know, you know, life is always going to throw things at you. And it's it's it goes back to my saying of proper planning prevents poor performance. So if you've planned everything, and your plans are you know flexible, you can you can adjust things on the fly. But you got oh, yeah. you got to be prepared for something to happen to throw you off your game. You know.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's really important, and I mean that. I'm in a gym, like my, my day job is I manage a gym and it's a twenty-four hour gym. So time is the one excuse that I should ever hear from anybody, right? And it's the one that I hear the most. But I get it, you know, it's, it's all these things take priority and we kind of don't know how to deal on the fly and and restructure our day to still make it happen.
0: Oh, for sure. Um and it's it's sometimes you you meet you meet somebody who's like one wrong thing happens and their entire day is blown.
1: Oh my God. That is the worst. It's like, like are you going to let that 10 seconds of terrible destroy the other 23 hours and 50 minutes or whatever the, the entire day? Like 1% of your day was terrible. Why are you going to the other ninety nine percent
0: Oh yeah. It's, it's, you gotta, at some point you gotta be able to compartmentalize and yeah. just keep moving forward um, I've often said that it's a, a little bit of a mantra of mine it's just you know keep moving forward you just gotta keep moving
1: well that's the exact type of thing that gets you through an old marathon one <laughs> foot in front of the other literally really just like keep putting one foot in front of the other keep moving forward what's the sense in stopping what's that gonna get you? oh for big sure fat nothing.
0: yeah absolutely Um, no, so let's move into, so this is fitness. Um, tell us a little bit about, so this is fitness. So the whole idea, it actually started, um,
1: I want to say almost one year into, um, into my fitness journey. So it was just before I I got to the end of that initial 130 pound weight loss. I had been, it kind of happened by accident. I had um, been sharing my before and afters on my own personal Facebook, and apparently, you know, once I hit the hundred pound mark, I started getting you know messages, people telling me that they had kind of been following along, and you know, now they were so inspired that they were going to do their own thing too. And I was like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. Uh, apparently, this is more than just for me. Well, let's see what we can do with this. Apparently, this is helping people because by that point, I had figured out obviously how hard this is to do. And there were just so many things that I I learned along the way in you know, School of Hard Knocks style. I had to go and do a lot of research for myself. I had to go and I had to figure it out because my wife and I were doing it on our own. I didn't have a trainer. I didn't have a nutritionist. I didn't have I, – I had Tony Horton on my TV screen. He's – sure. He's gonna talk at you, but you can't ask him things. So, you know, I had to go and find this stuff for myself. Unless you've got that superpower that you do, then <laughs> he, you could have asked him. <laughs> but yeah, we, we had to go and. Oh, that would have been pretty pretty awesome. For sure.
0: No, and and I I wanna I wanna say that for, for every quote or for every comment that someone gave me, which is like oh, why are you posting your gym status, blah, 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 blah. We know you get up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym at 5 a.m. You don't have to post every day. <laughs> well, for every... It's not for you, buddy. Yeah. For... Well, it is 4 a.m. to me. Um... Oh, no.
1: I mean, like, it's not for that person.
0: Oh, I'm yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying. No, but for every <laughs> one comment like that that I got, I got five to ten people saying, hey – I, you know, I saw you getting up every day for six months going to the gym, so it inspired me to go to the gym three times a week. you know it's
1: isn't that awesome?
0: Yeah, and it was I mean it was one of the leading reasons uh behind the podcast is I really wanted to reach a wider audience on that. but it just kind of sounds like you have a very uh similar a uh, similar experience.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that was really what it was. I didn't really realize it was going to be like, who's going to listen to me? Right. I'm just some schmuck. But apparently people are listening to me. So (laughs) why don't I make this? Why don't I make a thing? So I had um, that second race that I ran that I mentioned, the Falmouth Road Race. I was fundraising on a charity team for uh, the Jimmy Fund. And I figured, okay, well, now the race is over and I've got this Facebook page. Not going to really do anything with, but it's got engagement and it's got followers. Well, why don't I convert it into something else? And I started the blog, uh, just some cheapy, freebie little whatever that I thought I knew what I was doing on, on posted on like Blogger, you know, just some free blog. And I turned the uh, Dell run for a cause or whatever Facebook into so this is fitness. And so I had a new blog and I had the Facebook page and I started sharing all of my fitness things on the page instead of on my own private. And it, over the years it, you know, grew into a much bigger thing and people started reading it and following along with it. And, you know, there were periods of course where I kind of fell away from posting and I was really bad at, I'd have one post every three months or something. Um, But actually it, you know, Came back into the back into the spotlight, I suppose, in in my life, and more recently, it became a thing where I got interviewed on a um, on another podcast before I had one, and that ended up turning into me having my own podcast, that network, and it went through episodes and then and those are all live on my feed right now still uh, because I I migrated them all over but we got to 15 and that network kind of changed its direction from being a network of many shows to consolidating back down and being just the core content and I said well now this is a thing this has become a real cornerstone of how I'm running so this is fitness and I don't, I don't want to stop. I like having this platform. I'm, I realize that my blogs have been way too long and wordy, and this is a really good opportunity to be way too long and wordy. <laughs> and I can <laughs> kind of condense down the blog post to short and sweet like they should be so people actually read them. So I had kind of a turning point with the whole so this fitness thing where I had to kind of decide, okay, well, do I put a little money into this and make a thing? Or do I just kind of let it fall by the wayside again? And well, apparently I took the former option.
0: There you go, man.
1: <laughs> so now it's now it's a thing, and we're uh, I'm going to be publishing episode twenty-five um, coming Thursday. Well, it will be live by the time this episode goes live.
0: <laughs> awesome, dude! That's excellent. Uh, now, when people go to SoThisIsFitness.com, what can they expect from you? What can they expect from the website? Uh, give us kind of a what can we expect from a typical podcast episode?
1: Yeah, I try to. A lot of the time it's just me. Uh, sometimes I'll have a guest on. Sometimes I'll have my wife on, and I I try to do, you know, bringing it right back to the core mission of what so this is fitness is, and that's you know sharing. My story and the struggles and successes, everything that I learned along the way that I wish somebody had told me. So, you know, I've talked about goal setting. I've talked about having fun. I've shared my actual story. Um, I've shared other people's stories. In episode, oh God, which one was it? I think it was 17. Uh, I had this girl, Katrina, on the show who lost a bajillion pounds. Like She was in triple digit weight loss and you know, sharing her story and how she did it. Because the more people can see that this is a thing that anybody can do, you know, maybe that'll encourage one more person to get up off the couch. Because, okay, well, if all of these people can do it, maybe I can too. And so there's going to be stuff like that. Um, There's on the blog itself, I've actually got a, a new that one, I just upgraded the hosting and redid the website, and I'm putting a lot more time and effort into that. So over there, there's always the show notes for the podcast episodes. There's uh, product reviews, gear reviews, race recaps and event recaps. Um, I've started trying to put some recipes up because my wife is a bad wizard in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It, I just – like what I was eating right before we came back to recording – she made a spinach and artichoke dip, which is positively mind-blowing. It tastes like something that you get out at a restaurant, and it is significantly healthier for you than oh, nice. what you would get, get at the restaurant. Yeah, it does a pumpkin cheesecake, that's like 200 calories a slice, less than two grams of fat, or right at two grams of fat, so like, you can actually have things like that without totally making your nutrition day. For sure. So a lot of... A lot of stuff like that. And then, you know, there's going to be a little me time on there, too. Just, you know, musings, rantings, what's on my mind at the moment. Because at the end of the day, it is me, you know? So it's it's always nice to have that relatable, you know, hey, he's a real guy. And here he is whining about crappy weather. All right, fine.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. And... That's awesome. So, do you have anything especially planned coming up in the future? Any uh, any events for the website or podcast? Any upcoming episodes people can look forward to? Uh, give us a little bit of a preview, man.
1: Yeah. Um, well, twenty five. That's going to be going up. I kind of not, maybe not the best comparison, but I'm I kind of operate the way that South Park does in that I I record like days before the thing goes up. I'm I'm really and part of it is a product of me being really lazy and not being able to get ahead of the game. <laughs> and part of it is I I kind of like to have what's really that super current in my life going on. So 25 uh goes up in 3 4 days, I'm recording it tonight and tomorrow morning, and it's all about at least the direction I think it's taking now, you know, about celebration and appreciating and my run today. It was a perfect reinforcer for me of that very idea. You know, it's it's a lot about celebrating the little victories, celebrating the non-scale victories, and appreciating the fact that you can do this. And you know, it's I have to run. It's I get to run.
0: I love that. That is such a great way to uh, put it. I've I've you know, it's. It's like, I I try to change my, change people's mindsets from, from going from, I have to do something to, I get to do something. Um, and that does start with, uh, the gym. It's not, I have to work out. It's, I get to work out. And it's like, I don't punish myself if I have a beer or chicken wings. It's like, it's not, I ate chicken wings. Now I have to go to the gym. It's, I went to the gym and to reward myself, I'm going to go have chicken wings. Granted, I don't have chicken wings every day and I don't have chicken wings every week. You know, (laughs) it's more of like, you know, the special, the special treat every once in a while. And I changed my vocabulary from, I can't eat something to, I don't eat something. Right. And that totally changes mindsets. Yeah.
1: And it's important to do that. It's it's really all about your your mindset and your attitude and how you look at things. The minute that fitness in in any capacity becomes a chore, is the minute you start going down a little spiral where you're not going to be doing it in three months.
0: No, absolutely. And it's it's you got to do whatever you need to do to set yourself up for success.
1: Oh, for sure. And it and it can be anything. I mean, I'm a huge proponent of uh, and this is something that I've talked about at length on the blog and the podcast. Attitude is everything. That's you know, attitude is the difference between running a hundred miles and crossing the finish or DNFing at sixty because oh my God, this is way too hard and I just want to crawl into bed and die. <laughs> you know, and, and it's also the difference between getting into the gym the first time or not. You know, the, the the cheesiest line that I've heard and it's so true, you know, the heaviest weight in the gym is the front door. So if you're dreading it and you're beating yourself up about it and you're sitting in the parking lot having a debate and crying over how impossible this all seems, you're never going to get in there. But if you start believing that you can and that you have a chance, then you're going to get in there and it's going to seem a little bit more approachable.
0: Awesome. Dude, that's awesome. Now, um, Total, we have hit about an hour so in the interest of wrapping up. Do you have a fitness or nerd resource or app that you use to accomplish your goals? Well, I do
1: like to track. I've got, what I use a lot. I have a Garmin GPS watch for me and I love the thing. Everything is connected now. So I'll use, um, the Garmin app. I'll use Strava uh, to kind of share my runs and get a little bit of community going on in there. Um, my Fitness Pal is good for tracking food, and um, I mean those are those are just some really good. You can use My Fitness or something like that. Um, I have in the past. When I guess the biggest tool is to be watching My Fitness Pal. When I really need to get my nutrition back on track and centered, I'll start tracking on the phone because I can't keep a food diary to save my life. But if I can plug it into the phone and use a little barcode scanner, I'm good.
0: For sure. Um, That's awesome, dude. And just so people, if they haven't already figured it out, where can they connect with you?
1: Yeah, uh, you can find me online at www.sothisisfitness.com, facebook.com slash sothisisfitness. There's uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at SnuffyDX, S-N-U-F-F-I-D-X. I I explained that on my show one time. It's it's a nickname of a nickname from my college fraternity.
0: Nice. What fraternity, if I may ask?
1: Delta Chi. That's what the DX
0: is for. Oh, that would make (laughs) sense. There you go. Yeah, Um. so
1: there's those outlets. And then if you just search, so this is fitness in iTunes or whatever podcast app you use, you'll find the podcast.
0: Excellent. Excellent, man. So in... Um, in closing, what parting advice do you have for everybody out there listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast? I mean, you got to be positive. You got
1: to believe in happen. And the really the way that I always close my episodes of my show is the only limits we truly have are the ones we set for ourselves. So you got to get out of your own way and get after it. What is that you're trying to achieve i mean otherwise you know four years ago daryl that there's a great picture of me sitting on a futon in college with a domino's pizza box on the belly shelf that guy would have laughed in your face if you ever told him that he would run a 5k never (laughs) mind a second and third hundred mile ultra marathon which is happening this year
0: that's awesome dude That is so great. I hope everyone out there can take that to heart. Please, uh, everyone, let us know what you think about this episode. Give Daryl a follow on social, subscribe uh, to his podcast. It is some really good stuff if you ever need that extra motivation. Daryl, thank you so much for joining me today, man. I've really appreciated talking to you.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on. By the way, uh, I have a game for you to try since you got me into Hearthstone. By one of your previous episodes. Uh, You a Dragon Ball Z fan? Uh, No, but I'm willing to learn. Ah, you need to watch some, and then you need to go onto the App Store or Google Play or whatever and get Dokken Battle. Okay. It's the only decent Dragon Ball game I have ever come across. It works in the new stuff from Dragon Ball Super, which just finally got the English dub I Can't Do Subtitles to Save My Life.
0: So... I'm pumped about that. Excellent, dude. I will check it out. And as usual, I will include links to everything in the show notes. All right, dragons, thank you for listening. And as usual, workout nerd out. When we play, we go all night. Eating got wild, hide. wild hide. Learning new tricks. Shooting lightning to the sky. Roll a D6. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast.